Welcome back to another. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Golf Blind Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jackson. Hello. You already heard Hello. That. Hello, Grady. Hello, Bavaro. Welcome back to the like podcast. This is, this is Sean. Hey, Nick. Hey, guys. Okay. How's it going? Um, so we got episode number 52 today. Um, we are currently in an inner debate. Uh, it's So we're one a week right now, early, like kind of Monday, Monday, Tuesday. We don't know if we should go back to one or two, uh, or we don't know if we should stay at one or go back to two because I want people to go listen to the old podcast episodes because they're really fire. Um, so go ahead, follow golf balling pod on instagram or golf balling hopefully you follow golf balling and uh, we'll be running a poll later tonight probably when this is live so uh yeah also i think for it's u.s open week so i think we're gonna do a recap round after every single day um for upga tour fans man we're gonna actually have to watch watch golf this week it's it's tough i, ha- I haven't i Oh man, when was the, what was the last golf tournament we we watched? I, I watched the Safeway Open, so fuck off. <laughs> Jesus, how could you get how could you get excited about the Safeway? Because I because you know what we had fucking Doc Redman yeah with a ten under par Sunday round. Go fuck yourself, Sean. I I, was, I, Sean. I had a very busy weekend. I didn't have time to watch the Safeway. I was busy, but I, I made problem. time to watch that. Okay. Yeah, mm, uh, I'm sure. Big Safeway Open guy. That's a well, cool. I think that's the I, coolest trophy. No, fuck off, Jackson. That's one of the <laughs> coolest trophies in all of the PGA Tour. It's just like a okay. fucking barrel. Couple quick questions. Does does the trophy really matter? Yeah. The answer is no. No. Yeah, and it does. Nick, have you ever been to a Safeway? I just want to know that. Like the gas station. No, it's a grocery store. No, it's not no. present in my area. And what the hell am I talking about? Well, then how can you be a big Safeway guy, Nick? I'm a big Safeway guy. <laughs> I, I hope you guys support the trophy. Are you guys, do I you guys care about the trophy? I know what the trophy is. Trophy. Trophy I don't care what it is. It's pretty sick. Like, I think it's the sickest trophy. Like, uh, what other... That doesn't affect my opinion of the tournament, though. No, I think that has a huge meaning of, like, if the tournament's good or not. All right, guys. That's an absurd take. Because I don't want to talk about the Safeway Open. I want to introduce a quick new segment Sorry. called Sorry. Uh, Twitter. It's called Twitter Time. Um, this week's featured on Twitter Time was for Sean. It was tweeted last night at 3.48 in the morning by yours truly. And today's featured on Twitter Time is Golf Blind Pod tweets. I feel like Bubba Watson says unbelievable a lot. What did that have to do with me? Because you like Bubba Watson. Yeah, that's a cool. I do. I do not like Bubba Watson. Yeah, well, no, Sean, that was your like golfer growing up. That's who it was. he was. My my favorite growing up. But I'm that's just, just. I mean, as a lefty, you have very limited options. I'd go Mike Ware. First of all, you had Bill Mickelson. <laughs> but I liked. I was like a Tiger weird. guy. So if, if you're if you're a Tiger guy, you can't you can't be a Phil fan. I feel like people can be both. That's golf. I feel like you can now. I don't think you could when we were growing up. 
Yeah, I get that. But well, I kind of want to talk more in depth about Tiger when we talk about the U.S. Open. Uh, but we do have a little debate here before we get into some PGA Tour talk. Um, is golf a game or a sport? I want, I want Nick to start. It, it's tough to debate this on a on a golf podcast. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's. You know what? Like I. I think it's. I think it's both. Just like you can root for two players at one time, I think golf's a very interesting sport and game. I think for the amateur side, it's a it's a game. But for like the competitive side, I think it's a sport because there's a huge drop off. That is exactly what I was gonna fucking say. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, like, if you're just like going out on the weekends with your buddies, slugging some beers, shooting a hundred, that's just a game. I mean, that's a completely different thing than what competitive golf is. I mean, even just from a, just from like a skill perspective, training perspective, like those are light years apart. How so. do you even play the game? Or play the sport. How you, like it, what? It, so when we go, if we were to go play tennis right now, are we just playing a game, or are we playing yeah. the sport of? We're playing a game of tennis while playing the sport of tennis. But are, the we're thing playing about a tennis, game of basketball. See, the thing about tennis though is at least people play by like the same rules, like just for fun versus like what professionals play like you're still you're still playing the same rules average golfers do not play by the same rules as professionals or anyone playing in a tournament i think even how you play the game like jackson when you go out and play golf in any do you think about (laughs) anything when you're like when you hit your approach shot and you're like oh shit i'm gonna try to leave it on this side or like you're basically i'm just gonna (laughs) aim it at the fucking pin right (laughs) aim it at the pin see where it goes well, I see no other reason to not aim for the pin because I want the ball to go in the hole. There's so many other strategies. Like I, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, that's just basic course management at the end yeah, of the day. I, and I don't, but I, yeah, if, if we're playing, like when we were playing tournament golf in high school, yeah, I'm exactly. trying to not miss in certain spots. So that's spots. the difference between a sport and a game. That's what I'm saying. Like well, the, we're still playing the sport of golf. I, it's just not the same. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on Team Nick here. It's yeah. a it's a rare thing for me. But Might as well make some T-shirts at this point. I know. I I think I'm here to stay. Oh my god! <laughs> Nick's takes have been been progressively getting better. We're getting there. And <laughs> <laughs> I almost don't know if it's good for the pod. We need Nick with these <laughs> freezing cold takes back. All right. It gave me the opportunity to get fired up. How about I go through some reasons that the sportster.com has 10 reasons why golf is not a sport? Should I run through them? Okay, wait, real quick. Which side are you on? I don't even know what your argument it's is. It's a sport. It's a sport. So then why are you reading reasons why it's not a sport? Because he wants he 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 wants Different to strengthen his argument. He's he's yeah. playing he's playing devil's advocate. Yeah. So basically, I've been watching a lot of Casey Anthony videos. Um, I, you know, the the lawyer did a great job because like she killed her kid. So the lawyer did a great job since she's walking free today. So here we go. 
Number 10, you can play while injured. You can't play soccer, basketball, or hockey at the highest level with a broken leg, yet a number of golfers can still play in professional golf tournaments despite major injuries. Okay. Oh, <laughs> that might be that might be the worst reason I've ever heard for making that argument. Because first of all, it's not like golfers are playing injured constantly, and plenty of people in other sports play injured all the time. Hockey, number one, number one sport where they have to tell the injuries like after the series is over, like after Ben Bishop, man. Football, like yeah. all right. Like football, people will play with broken ribs. Like it happens. Well, Sean, if you didn't like number ten, you're not gonna like number nine. I don't think I'm gonna like any of these because they're all gonna be dumb. Number nine, Olympic rule. While golf will be an Olympic sport in 2016, it hasn't been an Olympic sport since 2004. That's it. You know what else isn't an Olympic sport? What? Football, baseball. Yeah, that's a really dumb argument as well. So you're going to say ping pong's a sport just because just because it's in the Olympics? And well, I, I would say ping pong's a sport. So yeah. Yeah. Well, baseball's now back, but golf is a sport. like baseball's in the Olympics? I guess I think they've added it. Maybe football's it was softball. Football's in the Olympics. What? No, football isn't in the Olympics. Oh, so you're saying football isn't a sport? There but, you go. Yeah. Oh. Football's <laughs> football's different just cuz it's just really an American thing. Okay, but still uh, like just because you guys in like, the Olympics. You'll like eight then. Competition slash scorekeeping does not equal sport. Okay. We, I mean, that, that's a fair point in general. For example, spelling bees and poker have both of these elements, but few would argue that sh- they should be considered sports. Well, I guess I mean, that's not a horrible thing. But no, I, it, like that's, I mean, that's a fair enough statement. But I don't. I would. I wouldn't make the argument that golf's a sport just because there's competition. Okay, uh, number seven's even worse. No, wait. I hey. I'd say any sport. A sport, in my definition, is when somebody is physically like a physical, like they have to train physically to do something. Or like the dictionary definition of a sport. Yeah, yes. sure. Give me. Give me the dick. Uh, an activity involving physical exertion and skill. In which an individual or team competes against other uh, another or others for entertainment. Exactly. Boom. That's golf right there. Um, really quickly. The only valid argument, in my opinion, would be that you're not playing like another team. You're just playing the course. But the I, mean, I, think, sport. I think the course and the conditions are a fair enough. Um, a fair enough, like opponent that's what i like and, about golf you get to play yeah and, and in tournament golf you're still playing others technically so i i get tired of that argument as well um really quickly because nick said the word dick should we bring up um our last review as we talk about every review i don't want to talk about this review too much but maybe just was this the really negative one yeah oh yeah 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 let's hear so, about it so i'm gonna guess this guy's about 60 um, the title is absolute trash. To, he, he put in a couple of paragraphs, so I won't say the whole thing, but Just basically this is, this is absolute trash. Instead, there was Jack, there was talk about jacking off, drinking beers, being in college, the word schlub, a kid's brother and black and white socks. Having worked in sports for more than a decade, 
television and media production specifically for five of those years, it's easy to spot random dudes without the needed credibility to acquire valuable interviews. This is that I don't think I've ever rated more than three podcasts, and this is one of them. Absolute trash unless you're living in a dorm room or don't understand valuable journalistic integrity or processes. All right. I'd agree with that take. Real quick. (laughs) Just in response to that. He's actually not wrong. Yeah, we've we've never claimed to have any journalistic integrity. (laughs) It's kind of the point of the podcast. Yeah, that's kind of the opposite of what we're going for. Like, our whole point here is just to, like, make people laugh, appeal to, like, common golfers, and just to kind of shoot the shit with each other for an hour. Like, we're not trying to get real fucking, like, deep dive interviews. This guy should listen to Foreplay. Holy fuck. Yeah, because that's... that's I don't even think they talk about golf on that show. No, they talk about fucking hockey and... I was was watching a Foreplay one a few days ago. And Frankie was watching the Islanders. This was a while ago because they've been eliminated. Frankie was watching the Islanders game (laughs) while recording the podcast. They do that? And then, like, like two episodes ago, they have, like, Colin Morikawa on and Riggs is fucking in a car. (laughs) Yeah, because Riggs is is bald now. I I can't believe that. I was just like, whoa. But, yeah, I I don't want to talk too much about it because, I mean, we got Ryan Ruffles on the pod last. It's more of a we're trying to, like – talk to we're trying to the like, islanders are still in the fucking stanley cup playoffs i was just about to say are they actually no they're down we're goal. not talking hockey now but i gotta yeah, say, I, don't... <laughs> I gotta say with the ryan ruffles first of all unbelievable human being just yeah, absolute that, sick I mean, guy but listening back to it this week i i will say the the, the introductions were very awkward because <laughs> we weren't really in a groove yet but once we got over that initial awkwardness, I think that was one of the more interesting episodes we've had. I think that was definitely the best guest that we've had on as far as content goes. Um, I think the what I love about the podcast is if you listen to our – like the whole point is like to get the storylines between us three. So like if you listen to the Ryan Ruffles podcast and you hear and you think it's awkward like the whole time, then you don't know kind of our podcast because, I mean, I set up a lot of those questions just kind of like as I normally do to just kind of be like, well, Ryan, what's your favorite chip? Like, you know, it's <laughs> it's like <laughs> that, if, if you've never was, listened to our podcast question. and you hear me asking what's his favorite chip. I don't think you're going to like it very much. Well, then uh, I would also <laughs> you no know, journalistic integrity. I, I, good thing I'm not. It's a definition of a journalist. <laughs> of, I, I Jackson think Jackson's, is, Jackson's a disrespected journalist all over the globe. <laughs> I think he's, what's it called? A, what's it? What, oh, God, I can't think of that word. Dyslexia, man. Are you um, corn fairy. Corny fairy. <laughs> I actually figured out what corn fairy is. It's kind of what my mom does. Uh, like a like Isn't a person who always consulting. provides corn. Yeah, I, was, I thought it was just a consulting company. Yeah. Well, they basically do like yeah, they just get people. But anyway, fuck. Um. Yeah, I can't think of the word, but maybe right. if it comes to me. Yeah. Let's just let's just get back in this list. Yeah, I golf right. not sport. Number seven, lack of speed and tempo. Zach, oh, sports Jack, have some I, speed I got and it. tempo. No, no, I got it. I got it. Jackson is the most professional 
journalist I've ever seen. It took you that long to think of professional. <laughs> okay, dude. Okay. Man. All right. right. No Most sports have some speed and tempo to them. They pick up the pace and slow down with the tempo ebbing and flowing throughout the game. Golf does not. Players play their shots and then slowly make their way to the ball and play their next shot or feeding to the next hole. And guys, I, I need to emphasize when this when in this sentence, it it's players play their shots and then slowly make their way to the ball and play their next shot before proceeding to the next hole. Guys, hole is spelled W H O L E. So like yeah, first yeah. off, why is this even an article? Like I I don't know. Yeah. You found it, Jackson. Like, just where in the definition of a sport anywhere does anybody talk about speed or tempo being a requirement to be a sport? I don't Think know. Think about baseball. College football is slow. So is baseball. Well, it, see, baseball was my initial thought, but they said it kind of slows down and speeds up. Baseball does do that. But I, I just, at the end of the day, I just don't see that as really an element of a sport. It may be common, but I don't think it's a qualifier. Trust me, I've been running in golf tournaments before. You're... We used to have to run in golf practice. <laughs> Sophomore year. It's all about, honestly, get someone to carry their bag and walk 18 holes, and they'll start like appreciating like how, you know, it is a physically demanding sport. There's, in my there's, no, way, there's no way you can hand a bag of clubs to, you can, like, there's no way you can go... Like, if we did a bet and we were like, let's go to, like, the next person on the street who would be willing to be our caddy, there's no way that they do 18 holes and don't, like, either complain or at least be like, geez, this is a lot of walking. Like, well, single bag. No, yeah, yeah, but think still. about that. If, if, you asked, if you asked somebody to, like, play a baseball game, from a physical exertion perspective, like, you're not doing that much. If I stick you in right field, you're not really burning that many calories. You're probably burning more playing golf. Yeah, yeah actually, this is a, a crazy statistic out there, and it's one of my favorite, but golf is like the most calorie-burning sport. You burn carrying your golf bag and walking. You can burn 1,200. Like The average is like 1,200 calories. If you're playing a competitive golf uh, tournament, you can burn up to 5,000 calories while carrying your golf bag in one round. Find me another yeah. sport that can do that. Exactly. That's uh, I haven't heard the five thousand thing, but if that's the case, that really uh, really shows the necessity of food on the course. Yeah, you know, yeah. it shows like the that's why like if you a lot of I I notice when I play competitive golf because of like your heart rate is higher. Like yeah, there's a lot more going on. So fuck whoever said that bullshit. Fuck All right, this you're, you're, you're not gonna like number. Point. You're not gonna like number six either. I just don't like the person that wrote this. Age of players. In most sports, athletes have a peak and expiry date. Most players retire around the age of 35. Yet, the oldest golfer was 79 years of age. Tom Watson, who almost won the British Open, aged 59. While it's all well and good that golfers can hit their prime later in life, is that really the sign of a sport? Sure. An activity requiring strong mental acumen. And lots of experience, but not one to display peak athleticism. The, right. ne- the, the next one's actually just hilarious. <laughs> all right, but on that, first of all, most most golfers do peak in their 20s. Like, just from a statistics perspective, that's typically the case. Like, early 30s at the latest. 
And I would argue that that's one of the cool things about golf is that you can do it like you can compete at any age. I think that's what makes it unique. And that doesn't disqualify it from being a sport. It's ridiculous. You know, I'll tell you right now, no 59 year old is going to win the fucking any like any major tournament. I feel like in the next 30 to 40 years, just with how fucking good people are like, I, I just it yeah. is so much about athleticism now and, rather than like yeah. 20 to <laughs> just within oh within, God, last, within the last 15 years golf has gotten so much younger at a, on a professional level you're gonna hate number five like shout out Stuart sink but like that doesn't have like it has to be in the right like it, there's a reason he hasn't won in like four thousand days or whatever anyway all right number five is golfers are not athletes it, you yep. only need to look at some golfers to see they're clearly, quite clearly not athletes at the peak of physical fit conditioning. John Daly is a prime example. Many golfers drink and smoke without it having any impact upon their game and form. In other sports, that's simply not possible. And that that is just wrong because I'm almost positive that over 50% of football players smoke weed. And I'm almost positive that 90% of any professional athlete drinks alcohol. So... Well, even just like to argue that they're not like golfer golf conditioning has become so much more important in the last few years. And even just John Daly, like, yeah, he's not skinny, but he's still very very fucking flexible. He has to have strong legs, pretty strong core. And it's all about your fast twitch muscle fibers if you want to hit a far. So it's it's a different type of conditioning. But that's any sport's going to have different different ways to peak athletically. Yeah, I agree. I don't think we even need to to argue number five. Um, number four is skill doesn't mean sport. Uh, some argue that the fact that golf requires skill and practice means that it's a sport. While it's undoubtedly true, golf requires a great deal of skill. Um, so do many things which people never claim are sports, like chess or brain surgery, or theoretical physics. Like, there's no physical exert. Like, what the definition of sport is, physical exertion. Yeah. I can move a fucking chess piece, right? Or you could perform hey, there, brain I, surgery. I could per- I'm not going to do it fucking well. <laughs> if I'm somebody who's fucking... If I, if I don't have a fucking hand, right... It's going to be pretty hard for me to fucking swing a golf club. That's all I'm going to have to say. If it would, I, I it would also be hard for you to perform brain surgery. Or do theoretical yeah, that, physics. That's tough. That's tough. Eh, not really. You can do theoretical physics without a hand. No, I know, but it's funny to just throw the brain in the surgery is a sport. Stephen Hawking <laughs> like theoretical physics, and that dude could barely move. Or really couldn't. I think it's, it's Stephen like, Hawking I, to fucking play golf. I think just... The examples, brain surgery and theoretical physics are just <laughs> absolutely I, hilarious. I don't know where you found this article, Jackson. But I got to say, I golf is not a sport. I don't think that this, the person who wrote this article understands anything about yeah. sports or professional golf. What BuzzFeed oh my God, number three. <laughs> what BuzzFeed writer wrote this, Jackson? Dude, number three is much of the activity is walking. <laughs> okay. 
There's from a time. Right, there's an Olympic called no, fast, I'll, fast walking. I'm gonna read through the whole the whole quick paragraph. An hour of golf without a cart or a caddy burns on average 360 calories. By comparison, an hour of basketball burns 727, soccer over 900. Golfers who use a cart burn around 208 calories, meaning that walking constitutes 42% of the work in golfing. Given that walking is not considered a major part of golf, as ruled by the U.S. Supreme Court in the PGA Tour vs. Martin case of 2001, golf itself, which is the integral part of the sport, requires as much effort as the walking, which is not. There's tears in my eyes. There's tears in my eyes. <laughs> so they're saying that what you burn, they they just said you burn 200 calories while taking a cart because that's not true. In an hour. So like 800 over a four-hour round. And what did they say for soccer and basketball? 900. 727 soccer over 100. I think if that were true, then LeBron James would have to eat, like, I mean, what if he's practicing for, like, at least five hours a day? He's got to eat, like, at least 5,000 calories to even, like, not lose muscle um but yeah i thought that was just hilarious oh number two is just says that it's a game um while one can argue that golf matches the official definition of being a sport sean being an activity being an activity involving physical exertion and skill in which an individual or team competes against another or others for entertainment sean the definition of a game seems to match golf far more accurately. That being, <laughs> this is kind of funny, an amusement or pastime, a competitive activity involving skill, chance, or endurance on the part of two or more persons who play according to a set of rules, usually for their own amusement. Calling it a game rather than a sport does not detract golf or does not detract from golf or its players. It just seems to capture the essence of golf far more accurately than the definition of a sport. Anybody who has a skill set in golf should be proud of it, but calling it a sport just doesn't seem right to many people. I Here's the thing. <laughs> if you take any sport and apply the game, like the definition of a game to it, it's going to work. They both work. Not every game's a sport, but every sport's a game. See, my favorite thing is when Sean, I'm talking and I can see him, and then he goes, here's the thing, and you know he's going to just, he's already thought of why what he's about to say is correct. So, yeah. yeah. I'm, not even, I'm not even here for debates. I just am <laughs> stating my opinions that are factual. All right, number one. I wish this kept going. I swear to God, this is going to be the worst one yet. What do you guys think it is? Just golf's not a fucking sport because BuzzFeed no, or whoever the fuck you found no, said it. No I don't know. This this guy's going to have something out of left field about like, oh, the average golfer's penis size is <laughs> right. other professional athletes. Number one, lack of physical exertion. <laughs> Ultimately, <laughs> when one thinks of a sport, they tend to think of something which requires a fair amount of physical exertion. Ooh. As stated in point three, golf requires nowhere near as much effort physically or calories as almost any other sport. When ESPN ranked 60 activities by their athletic rigor using factors such as endurance, agility, and strength, golf finished in 51th place, which we know. Almost all major sports ranked in the top 10. Table tennis and weightlifting both finished higher, which golf 
only narrowly beating roller skating and archery. Um, here's the thing. <laughs> First of all, I feel like a lot of this guy's data is way off. It and is. I'm like, looking him up right now. His I name is Alf like Potts Armor. These people love hammering on the like physical exertion thing, which isn't even like factually that accurate, and use that to discredit every other argument. So it's it's tough to even like have these debates. It's just this it's the same argument over and over. No matter what you say, all these people that say it's not a sport just come back to oh physical exertion. Like that's come up like six times in this fucking <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh I'm looking through this guy's uh LinkedIn right now. Creepy how fast you got there. Well, I just looked up his name and obviously he's not relevant in life, so I had to So he graduated from school in 2014. So, <laughs> so <laughs> There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Doesn't have that journalistic integrity. He's got 99 likes on Facebook. There you, you go. go he's he's an author as well. Alfie mm. Potts. He kind of looks like... In a way, aren't we all authors? Yeah. I mean, honestly, dude, this guy looks like... Honestly, he looks pretty dope. I mean, he looks like he definitely pulls. He kind of looks like... He kind of looks like um, Heath Ledger almost. Here, let me show you guys. He looks like an average dude at best. You guys ever seen I the movie like... The Kissing Booth? I have, yes. He seems like the little brother. He looks like that little brother. Doesn't oh, he? Come on, look at him. Jackson, first of all, I feel like any time you like, meet anybody or see a photo of anybody, regardless of who they are, you just say, it seems pretty dope. Pretty dope. Well, you, you use the phrase pretty dope to describe any person. Ryan Ruffles yeah. was pretty dope. Yeah, but you say that about everybody. <laughs> guy could well, be the just nerd on the planet, and you're just like, yeah, pretty dope. I don't like dope. talking. I mean, I don't know anything about Elfie Pond's armor, so I can't state much about his. All I, all I really know is that he's a young sports writer, and he nice. doesn't like all. I think this is enough talking about Elfie, whatever yeah. the fuck. Armor. I'm, I'm kind of done. No, yeah, let's stop. Let's stop. Let's cut it out. I would I would be content never speaking about this man in my life again. I'm fine with that too. So closing remarks. Can we Call hear from the defense? Are you referring to me or Nick? Am I the defense? I don't, I, I don't even know what you were going for with that. It's kind of like trying to make like a like I said, I've been watching a lot of Casey He's Anthony trying to be trials. More professional. So. Yeah. Just like He's try, trying to get. <laughs> Trying to get that integrity up. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. These, these reviews secretly hurt Jackson deep down. <laughs> Jackson cries like probably like, three nights straight. He hasn't. He called me at six or he called me at four in the morning and he's just like, I can't do this anymore. I don't know if I can live anymore. <laughs> I was like, dude, it's just when that guy, when that guy said I was five six two fifty, <laughs> Jackson, I had a like. I did, he was gonna jump off a bridge, and I had to pull his shirt back. I'm like, dude, you're not gonna do this. Jackson's Jackson's body dysmorphia has skyrocketed since that. <laughs> Legit, he hasn't. I've been, I've been 
I haven't eaten since that review was done. <laughs> <laughs> All he does is drink water and eat one one piece of kale a day. So you think about this. If you write a bad review, you're this much closer to you know ending someone's life. So oh, I, I hope you don't do that. Jesus. Don't I I don't like that. Joke. Yeah, guys, I, I like I like the bad reviews. It's not that deep, you know. They're pretty they're pretty entertaining. They're very honest. entertaining and I always well, give it a good rating. Yeah, give like give it a good rating and just shit on us. I don't I don't really care. Um, that feels like you know, the essence of foreplay. What? Yeah, exactly. Oh like I was, um, I feel like all foreplay fans hate foreplay, but just yeah. love it, love to listen to it. It's weird. When I was tweeting at four a.m. last night, I was wondering like who people like if people view foreplay as like one, two, three, four. I wonder what people rate us like out of you know. It's like a weird thought. Uh, I mean, it's kind of tough to compare us to foreplay at this point. No, I'm saying... They were a lot lower budget. No, I'm saying... They're pretty low budget. People rate rate pod... Like, people rate foreplay. Like, oh, my favorite's Riggs. My least favorite's Frankie. Uh People do that about us, which is just really weird to me. Yeah, I actually wondered about that the other day. Yeah, it's... <laughs> what, I, was, what, what, I was watching a no laying up video. I I kind of actually like when we get critiqued, like like when people like Doug or like Jackson swings still better than Nick's, because that way it like motivates Nick more or like motivates whoever it's at. <laughs> I think it's funny when people send each of us individually like a message, just kind of ripping the other guys. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they never like rip us directly. They always just send it to somebody else. <laughs> or Nick's takes are as irrelevant as Scott Brown's career. Don't let Sean and Jackson ever be on a podcast alone together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I had to, I had to go to the well, bathroom so badly during that, that, that Yeah, that, that one was on me. Sean and I were in two different worlds. and <laughs> So, yeah. What, what uh, anyways, rank, what would you rank us three? Who... Yeah, go ahead and give us your, give us your rankings. Um... Oh, Anyways, I'm not. I don't want to rank either of you. I think we're I'm gonna all... go myself first, and then probably myself second and third. I think I just yeah. I, I was putting my, I was putting answer. myself at one, and you guys both at three. Yeah, was, there is no two. Other answer. We need a gap. <laughs> um. Anyways, any closing remarks on the on the golf hold the whole mm. golf thing? Are you, are you guys still on the game part, or did that did that persuade you to start talking about it as a sport? You, you. Can I, I, under, I understand your your takes on um like when I go and play and I'm pin seeking like always like I'm taking brekkie balls I'm taking breakfast balls, watching too much Love Island and saying brekkie I, I just I see those points, but I just I can't say that golf isn't a sport like it just can't I can't come out and say that and just mean it fully. I just think it disrespects the game too much. And although your points are exactly correct and that when we play a round of golf or if you were to play a game of basketball, you're not playing. You're playing the sport. I I think you're playing a game. You're playing a round of golf. You're playing a game of basketball. You're still playing the sport of golf. You're still playing the sport of basketball. <sighs> sure. I mean, you're, yeah, you're I, I think that's I think we debated it enough, but you mentioned you mentioned yeah. breakfast balls, and I actually want to ask a question real quick. So I was playing yesterday, 
And first tee, I'm like, all right, breakfast balls off one, right? And the guy's like, yeah, but I play it where if you hit the breakfast, if you take a breakfast ball, you have to use that ball. I hate that rule. He's like Ryan Ruffles. I, why are people so stingy on the first tee? It's the first fucking tee. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you wanted to play your rule, Jackson, where you can use your breakfast ball at any point in the round, yeah. fair enough. But yeah. on the first tee, let me hit two balls and pick. Yes, exactly. Like I've said so much. I've said so many times, everybody should get a fucking par on one. Like, par on one should just be the score you give everybody. And it's You just figure out the greens. You just figure it out. Just par. Pars, yes. pars, pars. No, that's well, a, I think we need a warm-up hole. A warm-up? That would be sick. They should do that. Golf courses should be 19 holes, and the first one's just a warm-up. I think the first one should be like a 50-yard par three. No, no I think not the first 50. Driver. 100. You want to hit a driver. Just a part like a 380 par four straight. Then you got dead 19 holes of golf. No trees, no bunkers. I just am not a fan of that. No, no, no. This is a warm up hole, so you get to take like if you want to take the first hole of your score, you can do that. How how does this even work on a golf course? Is there just like yeah, here's the first hole. You guys can play it if you want. If not, just play through, and then you got to creep up onto the. It's just actually yeah, that'd be kind of cool if there was just like a warm up hole you could go play. But then it makes like. It makes the pace like it confuses everything. It's like, yeah, I have a tee time at four twenty, but I have a four oh five scheduled tee time on the practice hole. Okay. It's well, if every weird. if every place started doing it, I'm sure more people like just everyone would start playing the practice hole. But but here's a I, if we're playing eighteen holes of golf, and especially if I'm walking, I don't want to play nineteen holes of golf. Like I, I'm walking. But I, don't I, play I, the practice hole. You I'm not. Play. I just want the par on one. Okay. All right. But uh, another thing with the breakfast ball, back on topic here, is sometimes you hit a pretty decent first one, so you either hit the second one to get loose or just see if you can improve it. Like you, that shouldn't disqualify you from taking the first one. Like yesterday, my. My first tee ball was a little, like, toe hook on the right side of the fairway. And I was like, I could improve upon that, but then I then I have to take that second ball if it's a shitty one. So yeah. I just don't what like it. What you doing? I didn't hit the breakfast ball. I didn't, what you if just, you would have just what, hooked it? What if you were just like, fuck you, I'm going to play how I play golf? Like, Because it was a match, so we had to agree upon the rules. Oh, my God. Yeah. Did they take breakfast balls? Did you win the match? Yeah, did you win uh, the no. match? <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I heard one in a couple of years. Well, I mean, in fairness, I am giving up like two shots on pretty much. Oh, okay. So he didn't just beat you up like straight up. No, I was playing a, uh, like cool. a 25 and... Oh, that low twenties. Yeah, no, we don't count those losses. In the, yeah, in the... like that's it's it's tough. Um, it, it is tough. That's like that happens to me a lot when we play with Ryan and them, and like Zach makes a par on the last hole, and it's like, well, am I supposed to eagle? Because that's the only way I could have tied that hole. So, well, I think I think that playing a best ball match um, when the handicaps are like if you've got a low handicap versus really high handicaps. I think the low handicap is at a significant disadvantage. 
just wow. because the high handicaps are going to kind of ham and egg it. Like one of them is going to make like a five for four. The other is going to make a 12. Whereas like the low handicap is just going to be like, oh, I made seven pars, a birdie and a bogey. And you can't compete with two guys. Bullshit. It is bullshit. You need like another, you need a mega on your team. Like if you get a low handicap and like a 13 handicap and then, or not even like a 18 handicap is actually like a 13. Yeah. My, uh, my partner's a 34. Um, I mean, handicaps go up that She may listen to the pod. Uh, Lady, shout out Notre Dame. Shout out Notre Dame grad students. Handicaps go this high? Yes. 34? Uh, well, she, she's very new to the game of golf. Oh. Uh, we have a great time out there as a team. And I told her from the start, if we win, it's probably because of her. If we lose, it's my fault. So I set expectations low. We just have fun out there. Idiots. But goddamn, do we suck. What many drinks did you have? Uh, none. Oh. I, was, I was not feeling great yesterday. How many drinks did she have? None. Nobody was feeling great yesterday. Oh. Saturday, was, Saturday was a big day around here. Yeah, big win. Yeah, yeah, you guys beat Duke by fucking 10 points. Congrats, man. Oh, oh. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, but anyways. Sean, do better. Do better. When you What'd you, you shoot? Start. What'd you shoot? Uh, I actually don't know. Too high to count, it looks like. <laughs> no, I never keep scoring match play. Um... All right, so we have four listeners. Uh, let me take a screenshot of this and delete it. Um, one of them comes from probably Golf Ballham's biggest all-time fan. Doug His name's Cuff. Doug Cuff. Yeah. And he says Jackson's swing is still better than Nick's. Uh, oh, wait. That's off topic. Real we'll move quick. on. I just I need to ever know that. I think Doug Cuff is the president of the Sean O'Grady fan club. He Ooh. might be he might be my biggest supporter out there. Doug is our second at, guest. I'm not good at picking up on sarcasm. No, Doug just rips on me all the okay. time. Okay, all right. Doug was our <laughs> second guest of the podcast. He really? Yeah, right after Nick Kiefer. Doug came on the pod? Do you not remember this? Did we upload it? I thought we did. I don't know. I, I think, I think not. that was a long time ago. Yeah, that, that was no, like... that was in the winter. That was this winter. Oh, wow. Somebody do a fact check me, but Doug, I'm pretty sure Doug will fact Let's, check me, hopefully. We can fact check that after the episode. Let's, uh... Yeah. Anyways, Saki Noodle 505 said, Wait, no was, censorship. Oh, Doug's was that Jackson's swing is better than Nick's? Yeah. I'd say in that video, yes. In that video, in for real, sure. In real life, no. Actually, in that video... In that video, yeah. no, in real life, yes. No, in that video, Jackson's, from an aesthetic perspective, fair enough. Like, if you're trying to be like Adam Scott and have the perfect-looking swing, but as far as, like, actual efficiency of a swing, Netflix would be significantly better. I had a aesthetically pleasing swing. It in looks that better. Video. It looks better than pleasing than next. It looks better. Better on camera. That's... Did, you, did you see Nick swing that video? He, he, I mean, he was having a bad swing day. I just always thought days. both of your swings are weird. I just always thought that. Yeah, my swing, <laughs> my swing was weird because I have a lot of head movement. And I'm getting when I take it back. I've been and getting more Matthew Wolf comments with my swing. 
you do have a very like vertical backswing and kind of drop it inside pretty hard. Yeah. But hey, it works for Matt. It works for me. I mean, that's better for Matt. That's kind of what George Gankus teaches just to generate speed. So if you're looking for that yeah. <laughs> extra speed, go for it. It's about disconnecting that back arm from the body. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's Nick Bavaro's swing. In a... It really is. Michael Fliss's question, as some of you on this podcast... I don't know who that kid is. I don't know. Fliss? <laughs> question? Yeah. Oh, oh. all right. <laughs> I think this is going to be, like, a cooler question than you would think Michael Fliss would ask. Um, I would think Michael Fliss would have a very cool question. He's a funny guy. Can Tony Finau get a win at a major this U.S. Open? Parentheses, question mark. Mm, fuck no. Why are you guys I mean, debating? I mean, it's, it, it's possible that he'll get the win. It's not plausible. Tony, I mean, Tony Finau is a super talented player, and at some point he will win a major. I just don't, I, yes. I don't see it. Oh, for sure. For sure. There's only three let's people play, I see winning this week. Okay. It's... Dustin Johnson, John Rahm, and Justin Thomas. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah that's it. That's, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd pick those as like three favorites. Obviously, most people in that field can go out and win. I just, I, just, I don't think Tony Fino is going to win this week, but I mean, he's not, more than no. capable of doing it. Michael Fliss, the answer is no. It, it's no. Could he? You know yeah. Will he? I, hope no. to, I hope to the God that he does. I love Tony Fino. It's, it's either going to be just. Too high of a score on Thursday, or he went too low the first three days, and he can't do that. Well on <laughs> I don't Sunday. think Tony Finau is behind guy. He, Tony was shouldn't hold leads. I, I could see this. Tony Finau goes even, even, and then like sixty six, and is winning the tournament by like eight strokes, and then maybe I think he could win it if he's if he's six under. I could see him winning. Yeah, it. he. He either needs he either needs like a come from behind, or a big lead that's pretty tough to blow. I don't think Tony Fino yeah. makes a cut. I that's think yeah, exactly. I agree with you, Nick. I think the only way actually that Tony Fino, let's just like be realistic. Let's not even talk about a major. Let's talk about if Tony Fino wins a golf tournament. <laughs> if Tony Fino wins a golf, a golf tournament, tournament, okay. The next or Tony Fino golf tournament. Yeah, we're not even what? Okay. All right. Safeway Open, it's similar to like I'd rather win the Safeway than the Puerto Rican Open. Um, okay. Yeah, so I mean, the yeah. only way Tony Finau wins a golf tournament, even if he has a 15-stroke lead going into Sunday, I don't see him not choking that. I could see Tony Finau going like 69, 67, 60, 72, and then on third on Sunday he shoots like 60. Is one of like the first people in, and then it like gets maybe it rains that morning, and then it gets oh, significantly yeah. like I, I don't know. Like, I think that's the only way is that if like all the leaders on Sunday just play so bad because Tony Finau played when it was raining at like 6 a.m. I gotta uh, say, Jackson, <laughs> I love how anytime we talk about a golfer. You always just throw out like these hypotheticals, like yeah, if he shot 66, 68, <laughs> that's how he's gonna get it done. And the reality of the situation is, like, first of all, these numbers completely depend on the tournament and the course, and then you don't even know enough about most of these players to be saying these things. 
No, I, I, I think, I think first off, I want to place a bet with Sean. I want to say, I want to place a five dollar podcast bet that Tony Fina will never win a major in his career. And then okay. second off, I second off, I want us to pinpoint fifty one or fifty two and be like, this is when we talk about Tony Fina, and I guarantee you, when Tony, F- if Tony Fina wins another golf tournament, God, I hope he does. That's gonna how it's. That's how it's gonna be done. And it's not going to be some bum-ass tournament like the Safeway Open or the Puerto Rican Open. It's going to be like – it's going to be like – It's going to be like – I bet Tony Finau wins the players before he wins a major. Yeah, I'd say like the players are maybe like at Bay Hill. I don't know. like uh, Maybe the Honda. I could see him I, – I could see him winning the Honda and, and going super low early on a Sunday. While everyone else shoots even, also like just, they did. Jackson, another comment about you on the podcast and just as a person, you live to do these bets that won't expire for like twenty to thirty years. <laughs> 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 we forget about them the next day. <laughs> like I don't know how many just ongoing bets I have with you that I could not think of if I tried. Well, I'm I'm hoping that I'm just one day gonna cash in all these all these bets and that's how i'm gonna live my life in retirement one day you're just gonna be like yeah we bet we bet five dollars back in 2020 but um with interest and you know (laughs) (laughs) compounding interest and and uh inflation that's like 25 grand now so you better wait you didn't know i had daily interest on all these bets (laughs) yeah (laughs) you didn't what are we using as the benchmark? Just are we are we using S and P five hundred index for? Uh, first off, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I'm just gonna tell you what it is, and it's uh, a, a dollar a day. So oh. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna ring you up once we're once we're first, older. Real quick, just from a financial <laughs> perspective, that would be the dumbest way to take interest. <laughs> just goes exponentially. <laughs> You would get significantly get less money. I could get fucked in that. So you would easy. rather have like five percent or even three percent rather than a dollar a day. That's fucking dumb. Well, I think what I'm trying to say is I'm so I feel so good about my picks and our bets that I, yeah, I could possibly lose five to ten million dollars on these bets in forty to fifty years, but I, I think I could win thirty to forty million dollars at the same not time. If, not if I'm establishing interest rates as a percentage. But you didn't do that. You didn't do that. I know I was just making fun of you. I, I kinda I, I'm back. I, I kinda took a break after you guys have been talking about finance for the last <laughs> I'm sorry next not a finance. It's next finance, man. Yeah, I, I I would like to to be I would like it to be known I don't know what we were talking about uh, mm-hmm. the whole time. Makes sense. Um, Jim Jackson, the fundamentals of finance. Anyways, it's uh, the U.S. Open is this week. Woo! Scotty dropped out. Are we what? Out? Yeah, Wait, tested positive. Cody. No fucking way! Are you serious? I'm going to send him a DM later and ask him to come on the pod now that he's got a free weekend. But, man, that sucks. Yeah, yeah that's a good <laughs> This dude's got coronavirus, and you're just like, hey. Oh, shit, he has corona. 
What the fuck do you think he tested oh, positive for an STD? God, Jesus Christ. You know what, Chicago? <laughs> Jackson, that was the dumbest moment you've ever had in your life. He tested positive? I forgot we're in a pandemic uh, for a second. Um, I, uh, but no, this is what I was going off of. When I played golf with Chicago Golf, he told me that like every single corona case on the tour so far was a false positive. He said that like Cam Champ wasn't didn't test positive like ever after like the next day. I mean, I I know there have been a few. I don't know if there's enough data to say that they're. I trust all nope. I trust positive. Chicago Golf State. That's probably the test results. Chicago, dude, I don't know. That dude is like one of the biggest like right wing super Republicans out there. Like no shit, he's trying to say these are all hoax. Um, I love you, Steve. That was pretty. Yeah, I, I love you, Steve. I mean, I just kind of agreed with him. I, I, I actually kind of forgot um, that that like because when it when tournaments first came back, there was like a withdrawal every week, at least one. There yeah. haven't been many. I haven't I like forgot about it. I haven't thought about it as far as the tour goes in a long time yeah there was one other one sam horsefield former florida gator sam horsefield is his career more or less significant than scott brown's he plays in the european tour (laughs) no he he chose to play on the european tour Mm -hmm. sure okay um jackson do we have any more listener questions or no no, I was going to just talk about the U.S. Open, but I was trying to really think of something funny to say yeah. after Nick said that. I have such an underdog pick for the U.S. Open. It's not even yeah. funny. Yeah. Kawa Morikawa. Yeah. No, it, this is Web's underdog, underdog. Here, I, I, bet, I bet I can guess it in 10, in 10 picks. If it's Web not, Simpson, if it's... Xander, uh, Bryson, Daniel Berger, Paul Casey, Fleetwood, Cantley, Hideki, um... Patrick Reed. First of all, he said, he said underdog, and you started naming some of the bigger players on tour. Makes <laughs> <laughs> a lot of sense. Oh, uh, Bryson, Justin Thomas. <laughs> yeah, those are all underdogs because they're none of them. Everyone I just named isn't going to win this week, so I said it. What's well, the greatest? I, I say, Sean, do you have any any idea of who I'm picking? I wonder uh, who it could be, Gary Woodland. I mean, there's always a pretty high percentage chance that it's Doc Redman. <laughs> I wonder who it could be. Brendan Steele? Nope. This thing... It's, yeah, it's always Am I Doc getting Redman. closer? Uh, Am I getting closer, kind of... Nick? No, you're not even getting close. It's not really? a Wilson guy. What? This is... He's been playing probably the best golf in the... One of the... He's been one of the best golfers in the world. When was his last tournament? Let me... Last Sean, week. let's hear your pick. Last, okay, so he played at the Safeway. I'm going to figure out who it is really quickly. Didn't play at the Safeway. Oh, he did? No, oh, what are you playing? Played last weekend. Oh, oh no, on the web? Yep. Okay, so he played. Okay, this shouldn't be difficult. All right, Sean, who you got this week? I'm honestly kind of stuck here sitting trying to figure out who... Nick is picking. Oh, is it Will Zalatoris? It's Will Zalatoris, baby. Uh, I didn't. I didn't even once. I didn't even like get to his name in the field. It's just once you said Web Tour or Corn Fairy, Corny Fairy. 
uh, Will Zalatoris is the first player that comes to mind. Uh, he's just been so fucking hot right now. Like, oh, I don't think. I mean, statistically, he is playing so much better than anybody else on the Corn Ferry Tour. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna win. Like, I'm not saying that, but I think this is like the breakout. Like, we see Will Zalatoris has like a top 15, top 10 finish. I wouldn't be surprised. I would. I would kill for him to win. Yeah. That would be sick. I don't even know much about him. I just love his game. He's number one on the web. Well, yeah. I keep saying I the web. Can't, I keep saying the I web. Gotta stop saying a bad the habit. <laughs> By yeah. a lot. The guy is... He's just playing... In, like. He's the next name to watch out. Second U.S. Open. First one was at Shinnecock. Nice. Yeah. And, uh, and he is the Scott Fawcett disciple. So... Oh my god! Of course, <sighs> of course. Next big golf guy. All right, who's your underdog, Sean? My underdog. Real quick, I actually just have a random question. What happened to Kiridak Appy Barnrat? Ooh, he used to be lethal. Dude, what happened to that man? He, he was a walking top fifty. I saw I saw a tweet about how he just like fell off the face of the earth, and it's gotta I be honestly haven't seen his name in so long. It has to be by choice. He was one of my favorite players. I it has it has player. to be by choice. I have a tweet that I saw today before coming on the pod that all right Twitter time. Let's go. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> before Sean picks, okay. So somebody is at first and only bets for U.S. Open, uh, beyond and to win. Ben Ann to top 10, Ben Ann to top, uh, or top 20. And then he quote tweeted and said, played the back, beyond on, I can't say his fucking guy. You guys know what I'm talking about? Beyond, until you just said it, that I, now I know. Beyond on Somebody was like, he's going to win. He's going to finish in the top 20. He's going to, like, that's his bets, like, top 10. And he could just play the back nine today and shot plus eight. Oh, he tweeted that? that <laughs> yikes <laughs> it wasn't even through nine through dot 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 so <laughs> <Shinnecock. laughs> this tournament is foot. the winner's <laughs> the winner's <laughs> gonna be shinnecock is isn't that where they played um why did we play match no this is oh. what why do we have two like basically two straight u.s open not two straight we have the little gap of 2019, but why do we have New York again? This fucking sucks. Winged foot is an unbelievable course. The winner, the winner is gonna shoot plus four. That's my pick. No, I think John Rom wins it. I, I, I don't. It's either John Rom, Justin Thomas, or Dustin Johnson, or Will Zalatoris, or Will Zalatoris, <laughs> the underdog. All right, my my sleeper this week, Eddie Pepperell. Wow. I love Eddie Pepperell. I mean, this. let's be realistic. The sleepers, no matter who you choose, it's just a total shot in the dark. 100%. They're probably not going to happen. You just hope that one week it does. So I'm using him. Um, and then as far as actual winner, I'm, I almost wanted to say Rory. <sighs> I've never picked Rory before for anything. <laughs> this is week. I just have a gut feeling that Rory's having himself a week. Mm, I don't, I don't know. know. He did just have his kid. That's either like really good or really bad for him. 
Um, Sean, you know who my sleeper is? Roy? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't a, pick Rory McIlroy to win a golf there's a, tournament. There's a 50% chance Rory wins, 50% chance he misses the cut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Hey, Sean, I just saw a uh, golf digest put out ranking uh, like top 100 players in the U.S. Open, and Eddie Pepperell is ranked at 92. Jeez. I don't care. Going into this week. Eddie Pepperell is probably the funniest man on tour. And, you know, I, I just I think he's got the game for it. Mm-hmm. Surprising. He you guys want to hear my pick? Yes. Pick it. Tell us. Tommy Fleetwood. I, I considered that, but I picked Tommy Fleetwood too much. So he entered the Portugal Masters, came tied for third. He's 12 for 12 in majors since 2017, and he, which includes two top fives at the U.S. Open. Yeah, I mean, well, everyone knows he's got a good game for U.S. Opens. Like, that's just what everybody says about him constantly. It's his year. I just, I, I have trouble getting my hopes up for Tommy Fleetwood because I feel like I'm always let down. Not this year, dude. I'm I telling hope, you right I mean, he's my favorite player on tour, so... Yeah, I I hope to God he does it. Well, um, maybe we'll do an episode on Wednesday. Well, maybe we'll like find a quick guest. Um, but Scotty I kind of Scotty Scheffler. I kind of want to um, wait to talk about the U.S. Open until I mean we're, we're gonna have to watch golf this week. So um, unless yeah, you guys have any anything you want to say about. Just about the tour. All, all I'm going to say is that um, watch out for Will Zalatoris' coming out party. Um, Ricky Castillo is going to win the is going to be low am. Um, that's all. I'm, that's all my U.S. Open talk. Okay. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. <laughs> I don't really have an issue with either of those takes. This is actually getting frightening. I haven't disagreed with Nick in so long. Oh, I'll come out firing for the next podcast. We just I mean, to... you can you can talk to my father. He thinks I'm one of the biggest contrarians in the world, and I'm getting sick of agreeing with Nick. Wow! Shout yeah. out Dave O'Grady, my <laughs> dog. Come Dave's back got me, to Dave's got me pegged though. Dave pegs Sean. Like, yeah, actually, that's what that statement was meant to mean. That's what sure. it sounded like. I... <laughs> You've never heard that. Uh, your no, I, I have. I just not 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 like that. Um, Jackson, get your mind out of the gutter, man. Jesus. I don't know what you're on, but uh, I think our list edibles. is the same thing. <laughs> edibles. Anyways. What do we what do we call it here? I, I think this is enough for today. All right. Cheers. Cheers.